What is going on, everybody? It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back on my podcast of Vitamin Sports, where you take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every day. The thing I want to talk about today is, and people, you know, debate me at work, when I'm on the phone, they call, uh, they text me, they see me in random places and be like, hey, I listen to your podcast, I don't agree with that. And that's all fair, that's open criticism, which I welcome openly. But if you come at me, you got to come correct. And people always ask me, why are you so hard on this player? Why are you so hard on this team? Why are you this and why are you that? Let me tell you why. Today's topic will be called Hard Because I Care. And if you listen to the name, you know what I'm going at with this. Why do I go so hard on Lamar Jackson? Because I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the team and I'm a fan of the player. But I was a fan of the team first before I was a fan of the player. I watched Lamar Jackson since his freshman year at Louisville. I've been a Ravens fan all my life. So I've seen the ups and I've seen the downs. I've seen when Lamar Jackson played his best, and I've seen when Lamar Jackson played his worst. I will go to hell and back for Lamar Jackson. But I won't fly in blindly and just say, you know, oh, man, Lamar Jackson is the best player when really he is underachieved. People will say, man, he's been working hard. Yeah, he has. And I've been at moments prisoner of the moment. I'll be honest and say that. I've combated a lot of people saying, yo, Lamar Jackson is this and Lamar Jackson that. But when I actually sat down, and realize what I was saying, and I look back and watch film, I was like, I can't keep saying false things. And then when I go and watch it, the false things come true. Meaning, I can't say Lamar Jackson is the best quarterback in the NFL when he hasn't made it past the second round. I can't say Lamar Jackson is one of the uh, top five best quarterbacks in the league when he can't even win, you know, meaningful games. Meaning, you got to find balance. I'm hard on Lamar Jackson because I know how talented he is and I know how far he can go. Lamar Jackson shouldn't just be competing for MVPs or uh, Offensive Player of the Year. He should be competing for Super Bowl titles, AFC Championship titles, because that's how much talent he has. He can make any throw, but Lamar Jackson's problem that I have with him is that he not consistent enough and that's why I'm so hard on him because I need him to be consistent if he's consistent he can take the Ravens to the Super Bowl with the pieces he got around him and him elevate his game to a whole nother level the Ravens can go and compete for a Super Bowl title now saying that is a lot but if you look at it, it's really true because the Ravens need pieces here and there and a little luck on that side, and they can compete for a Super Bowl championship because the Ravens have always been winning games with Lamar Jackson. One year with the outstanding defense in 2019 with mediocre wide receivers, that's why I tell people all the time, we don't need wide receivers. It's like, that's not true. Look at the 2000 season and look at 2012 season. Look at 2011 season. Made it to the AFC Championship twice in 2011 to 2012 and went to the Super Bowl in 2012. 
So I'm hard on him because I know how valuable he is. And I know how hard he is because and no, no, I'm saying I know how hard he works. But it's just certain things where you have expectations and certain players don't meet it. You gotta bash him. But you always realize that you are a fan of him. That's why sometimes people, I don't know why they question I'm a Ravens fan. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know Jimmy is one of the number one Ravens fans of all time. I will defend my team to the fullest. But I have expectations, real expectations. And Lamar Jackson has to get to those expectations. Once he gets to them, it's the Shaq scenario with Kareem or any other big man that came at Shaq. Can he win another one? Can he win another MVP? Can he take the Ravens to the Super Bowl? Can he over and over and over achieve? So when he looked back at his career, he said, I played phenomenally. Yeah, I started out a little rough, but I played phenomenally. Now, that's a lot of acts for a guy in year five when he should have been already had that mindset that I'm going to study, that I'm going to work hard, that I'm going to keep, you know, improving my accuracy and consistency because that's all he's missing. If he can study and be consistent with his throws, there ain't nothing Lamar Jackson can't do. And that's why I'm hard on him because I've seen great players do it. I've seen Tom Brady do it. I see Patrick Mahomes do it. I see uh, Josh Allen do it. And he's some of the guys that's in his age range, except for Tom Brady. I've seen Drew Brees do it. I've seen Peyton Manning do it since he was at Tennessee. You know, I didn't watch some of those games, but from hearing and watching the highlights, I see the improvement. You got to do the little things because the little things matter. That's why I'm so hard on him. Because I see the greatness in him. He just got to see it for himself. Then we look at the NBA. Everybody know I'm a Lakers fan. Kobe all day. When I watch AD, it sickens me. Because I was also a prisoner of the moment with AD. But the thing is, AD, I'm hard on you because you say dumb things sometimes. Who in that right mind said, I haven't touched a basketball since April? Nobody. If anything, you will be wanting to get in the gym and work hard. Yeah, I was complacent that we won a championship because we had finally tied with the Boston Celtics. But at the same time, I got to wake up and say, you know what? Lakers, we some shit right now. Like, we really are. Because everybody keeps talking about if the Lakers would have made it to the playing game, we'd have beat the Timberwolves, the Pelicans. And whoever was in there, first of all, we wouldn't have beat the Timberwolves because, for one, the Lakers weren't healthy. Two, the Lakers didn't have the personnel to combat the Timberwolves. First of all, who's stopping Carl Anthony Towns? People say Carl Anthony Towns was, you know, uh, shelling himself, but he did some reality whopping on us. You know, it's only one game. He'd have beat us because we can't stop him. Then we couldn't stop Carl Anthony Towns. Everybody keep thinking LeBron James is all we need. No, those days of LeBron James carrying team is over. It stopped in 2019. I mean, 2020 when the Lakers won the championship. That's the, that was the end of it. But everybody want to say 
Man, LeBron James would have beat the LeBron James and the Lakers wouldn't have beaten them because we still couldn't figure out what we needed to do. We failed from the top of the owner to the GM to the coach to the players. Everybody deserved blame. And on a side note, I'm gonna uh, come back to my point. For real, for real, the players failed because the players don't play defense. The players didn't have no effort out there. You mean to tell me a guy that just came to the team and Stanley Johnson had more effort than some of the guys that was on the team? Then we had a guy named Malik Monk that was our second best player on the team and most consistent player on the team. Then we had a guy, Russell Westbrook, who thought he was in OKC. No, you got to play your role. Guys didn't know their role. That's why the Lakers couldn't make it together. And then everybody want to blame Frank Vogel. How are you going to blame the coach? First of all, if you're a chef and somebody gives you stale ingredients and you whip up a masterpiece and it don't taste right, maybe it's because you got stale ingredients. He was given the work with old guys that were built for the playoffs and not to make it to the regular season. They couldn't make it through the regular season. They needed fresh young guys. And Frank Vogel is a defensive specialist. So you mean to tell me that a guy that's a defensive specialist had a hard time trying to get players to play defense that don't play defense. He was asking Melo, DeAndre Jordan, Russell Westbrook, guys that haven't been known to play defense to play defense. People talking about Russ plays defense. Russ don't play no defense. You know, I've never seen Russ in the conversation of defense. Russ and defense don't go together. Mello, hell no. We, you from Baltimore, you already know Mello don't play no defense. And that's no shy away of Mello's greatness or Russ's greatness. They just don't play defense. DeAndre Jordan, a, he was a solid big man when he was with the Clippers. He could rebound, but he was never asked to play defense. So you're asking those three guys, and then Dwight Howard was a shell of himself. Should have retired maybe five years ago. You're asking those four guys to play defense. On top of that, LeBron James. People tell me, oh, LeBron James can't be tired. Why? He has to establish the offense. He has to rebound. He has to score. When guys got when guys got to do all three phases of that and play defense, they're tired. You saw when KD played in the final uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals against Giannis, he was tired. He had to rebound. He had to facilitate. He had to score. Michael Jordan had to do all that. He was tired. That's why they got Scotty. Kobe was tired. That's why they got Powell. Shaq was tired. That's why they had Kobe and Penny. Dwayne Wade was tired. That's why they had LeBron, Chris Bosh. Or before that, Shaq. Curry. That's why they had Draymond Green and Clay Thompson. And then after that, KD. You got to have complimentary pieces to back up what you're talking about. And then, of course, the GM, he don't know what he's doing. He needs to be fired. And then Jenny Buss. You need to establish a culture for the Lakers. If we're about winning and rebuilding what the Lakers used to be when your father was the owner, then you need to change some things around. You need to rehire Magic Johnson, and then you need to fire Rob Palenka. And you need to tell LeBron James, look, we can get you some pieces, but we can't keep for, uh, fornicating our future 
or we're relinquishing our future so that you can win a championship for this year. We want to win, want to constantly win championships like the Golden State franchise. We want to compete. But on the other note, back to why I'm so hard on the Lakers. I'm hard on the Lakers because that's my favorite team. I've seen the Lakers win and I've seen the Lakers lose. When we were winning, we had an established core of Kobe, Shaq. At the Shaq left, we had Kobe with complimentary pieces of Ron Artest, Lamar, Odin, Derek Fisher, uh, and Paul Casar. Those guys helped Kobe win two of his last titles. So this notion, the Lakers need to get back to that. AD needs to get back to being AD, a combination of a guy that's playing defense. Like, AD, how are you not playing defense? And defense is what you came into the league as a stellar player. That was AD's MO, defense. You transformed your game into offense. I need you to be dominant on both ends of the floor. That's why I'm so hard on you because I see you could be arguably one of the greatest power forwards ever because of your talent. But your work ethic is holding you back. That's why I always say maybe you should call Ted Duncan and ask what it's like to be drafted as a power forward but then have to play center. By doing that, he won five championships, 15-time all-defensive team, and a Hall of Famer, three-time finals MVP. Come on now. Sometimes you got to make sacrifices, hard work, dedication. Those are the principles you should live by. And then people say, well, why are you so hard on Russ? Because as a point guard, you're supposed to set up and establish the offense. If you're not known for scoring, I mean, known for shooting jumpers, why are you shooting jumpers? People say, well, Jordan wasn't known as a shooter. Yes, he was. He had a nice mid-range game. Was he wasn't known what he wasn't known for was shooting threes. But once he established his range, oh, it was over. It's the same thing with DeMar DeRozan. When DeMar DeRozan, we all know him as a mid-ranger. But when he stepped out there and shoot three, we kind of live with it. But once he started hitting it, oh, yeah, it's game over. Same thing with Jimmy Butler. Kind of sort of same thing with Kobe Bryant. Kobe extended his game. You got to take the criticism where it lies. I criticize a lot of team, a lot of my teams. They're like, you have a second team? No, I don't have a second team. I criticize my favorite players. I criticize Steph Curry. He's one of my favorite players. I criticize Steph Curry because he don't play defense especially on-ball defense. And I'm hard on him about that because he will be a liability on off, I mean, on defense and makes it harder for the Warriors to come back in the game. But once you saw it in the, in the playoffs, he started playing defense, he made the Warriors' life easier. He took the criticism and he flipped it. These guys like Lamar Jackson, Anthony Davis, hell, Patrick Queen. I get on Patrick Queen sometimes, too, because I know how great he can be. I criticize my favorite players because I want them to be great. 
But in the end, I can want all I want. They got to want to be great. They got to want to have that hunger saying, you know what? I'm not satisfied with just making it to the playoffs. I want to win a championship. I'm not satisfied with winning one championship. I want to win multiple championships. I'm not satisfied with being good. I want to be great. I'm hard on myself sometimes. Every time I do a podcast, I always tell myself what I could have done better. That's why each one, I get better and better and better. My vocabulary gets better, better, and better. My knowledge is expanded. I even criticize, you know, Candace Parker. She could do more. Yeah, she, you know, one of the oldest players to get a triple-double in WNBA history, but she also has the most triple-doubles. And it's crazy to say that because what else can she do? She can bring in them another title. She got two of those things. Why not get three? Hey, I criticize, you know, I criticize some of these rappers, especially these Baltimore rappers. Okay, y'all want to talk about guns and stuff like that? All right. That's that to get your name out there. How about you start telling a story about how your life changed around? How about you influencing the others to not take the same path that you did? That's what it means to be great. Able to understand your problems and learn how to work through them and then show others how to get somewhere where they don't have to sacrifice their life. Meaning do the wrong things. And I bring it back to sports because I'm hard on a lot of my favorite athletes. I'm hard on John Jones. When he coming back? He's one of the best UFC fighters of all time. I want him to be great. I want him to establish himself back into the ring as, okay, I got to I gotta do better with my takedown, my stand-up game. I criticize Tank sometimes, too. When I watch Tank fight, I like how Tank is not just known for knocking people out, but he's also known as a boxer. He's boxing. People say, people want to critique him because he didn't knock out uh, Pitbull, the short uh, fighter he fought. Not every every boxer has that. Not every boxer has to win by a knockout. Sometimes it it calls for in the box. That's why it separates the good boxers from the great boxers. It's not always about knockouts. It's about being technical, being disciplined, knowing when to take a shot and knowing when to deliver a shot. Sometimes you got to pay attention and read the playing field. That's why I bring back to football with Lamar Jackson. You got to read, brother. Patrick Quinn, you got to read. I have to read. I have to study. When you do those things, life becomes easier. The game slows down. You start understanding philosophy. You got to pay attention to the little things, man. I would be so in tune with filming that they would think I'm staying at the facility overnight. I'm hard on every player and myself because I see the greatness in me. Same thing my mom tells me every day. She said, I'm hard on you because I see you can be greater than what you are right now. My fans, 
tell me the same thing. They need me to go a little harder. They need me to come in a little stronger, more fluently. And I say, I got you. I'm your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm working hard. See ya. Thank you.